0: This is the Internet Ballers Podcast, Episode 9. You're listening to the Internet Ballers Podcast with your host, Michael Pasha. The show for internet entrepreneurs who want to accelerate their progress and expand their vision by standing on the shoulders of giants. Welcome to the Ballers Circle. Thanks for joining and welcome to the Ballers Circle. I'm Michael Pasha, the host of the Internet Ballers Podcast, and today I'm happy to welcome Raul Rodriguez to the Baller Circle. Raul is the owner of BassFishingSource.com. That's Bass-Fishing-Source.com. On his site and through his newsletter, he shares his best tips and tricks for catching the biggest, baddest bass. He's been doing internet business since 2004 and shares his journey in today's interview. So let's get into it. Raul, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. Fantastic um raul i uh i really appreciate you agreeing to do this interview and to come on the show uh for the listeners out there raul and i are in a mastermind group together that meets once a week uh we've been doing that for probably about a year almost a year now or maybe Maybe we've passed the year mark
1: so in the next okay. couple of weeks, I believe we're going to hit a year.
0: Yeah, we we need to do something like some anniversary. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do, hey.
1: man. I mean, I, how many masterminds last that long? I don't know. Right, right. That, that's
0: pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um,
0: and and so Raúl uh has a has a great business. Uh, he's been uh you know showing me a lot of things about his business and inspiring me. And so I I thought it was a great idea to bring him on the show. Uh, to, uh, to talk to him a little bit about his business. Uh, so I will, I wanted to start out with, if you can go back to the beginning, when did you first learn about internet marketing and online business and how did you discover it?
1: Um, I'll say, uh, I'll say online business because, uh, internet marketing is what just, uh, I stumbled into while I was trying to find an online business. But, uh, uh, I think, uh, maybe for most people, maybe that might be the same. I mean, just, uh, trying to sell stuff on eBay, uh, when I first started, uh, which led to, man, there's got to be something that I can do for myself. So I started thinking, uh, on, on, um, on what I could do. And that I would say, uh, that was probably about, shoot, um, let me try to piece this together about, probably about, Two thousand and C six uh two thousand probably about two thousand four. Two thousand four, wow. Uh, yeah, it was when I first started looking into uh it's probably when I first made my first website. Okay. Yeah. And, and of course, but I knew nothing about marketing it or anything, and that's why it made, it, it it failed. <laughs> <laughs> I just had an idea and I said, let me try it.
0: So how did you how did you even discover that? How did you first get your You know the first introduction to hey this is possible this is something I want to try to do
1: I've just been interested in I I guess just ever since uh you know um the internet came about became popular I've just always been interested in 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 doing something online I think uh man I don't know I guess there was a lot of influences I think one of the big things was uh you know I was around when I I was using I was actually using Napster and stuff and I saw what happened with (laughs) Napster and I I was like, man, these people are making money online. I mean, uh, I, this thing became big. Obviously, they shut that down, but, but I mean, the things that it spawned, uh, and it, I just said, there's got to be a way to be able to, uh, to, I, I've just always been real technical. I just like technology. I just like that type stuff. So, uh, that, that my first idea was with, uh, a PlayStation and trying to host online tournaments. And that's what I built my, uh, I thought you know I could get people I could host online tournaments and get people to uh uh pay a fee and then uh, do some payouts I don't know how legal that would have been <laughs> if it would have succeeded but but uh that was kind of the first idea I had That's a good and, idea. Uh, and I uh and I set up the website I, I don't know I I jumped into MySQL server and took and built the thing to take credit cards I have no idea uh, I, I've I've I tried to recreate what I did. I have, I probably wouldn't have been able to do it. Okay, it's just uh, I was just real just enjoy technology and I just like figuring things out.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So so let's uh I guess take some some steps forward. Uh and uh so what is your current business and and how do you how do you make money online now?
1: Uh now uh my uh, my major project or my current business is is a site called Source dot com. And, um, currently, I mean, that's also evolved, right? So at first, when I first started, started that, it was just going to be a, um, just, um, what, like an infopreneur, I guess is what they call it. just going to be offering information and, and the objective was going to be that I could make this money with Google AdSense and just put a bunch of content out there for the search engines. And all these people would come in and start clicking on these ads and I'd become, uh, Rich, I guess, <laughs> but man, that did not work. So I've evolved from uh, Google AdSense to affiliate marketing, and to uh, wh- where I'm at now is just uh, focusing on trying to find my own uh, my own product uh, to be able to offer something that helps people and that they find it useful enough that they'll pay for it. Okay, that's cool.
0: Um, so with your with, with all the different iterations that you've gone through. Um, what affiliate products did you, uh, did you try to sell?
1: Um, so it's, you know, I mean, obviously, uh, com is, is, is about fishing, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I just tried to find, um, anything related to fishing, but I I tried to narrow it down to specifically to bass fishing, but I mean, really it's, whether it's bass fishing or just fishing for any kind of fish, you, you know, you can use whatever lures or, or rods or reels, but that's what it was. It was just uh, uh, trying to use um, uh, a lot. I used the Amazon and also uh, Commission Junction with their partnerships with uh, Bass Pro Shops and, and at uh, one time okay. Ca- Cabela's. Uh, so I would put their those products, banners, whatever it may be, um, up on the site. And, um, you know, I made a couple of hundred dollars, a few hundred dollars off off those links but it wasn't it wasn't nearly enough um you know it's not where I wanted to it, it wasn't enough to sustain the site or anything that's what I'm really looking for I mean something that you know can bring in some income and then at least at least pay for the site itself but uh it was an experience and yeah but uh I've also tried um other people's um products like uh, information products, uh I uh, one time tried somebody else's course about bass fishing to sell that and that didn't go over too well either. Okay. But um but yeah, that that's been my trip through affiliate marketing, is is actual products that uh are being sold by Amazon or Bass Pro Shops or whatever it may be. Okay.
0: So with the first dollar that you made online, was that through uh Google AdSense or through the affiliate programs?
1: Yeah, that was through AdSense. Uh and and that was, yeah, that was pretty cool to uh to be, yeah, when that was happening, that was, uh, you know, you make your first dollar. It's like, yes. I and mean, then it turns <laughs> into, uh, you know, it turns into $10 and $30. And then you get that first check, you know, you clear a uh, $100. I don't know if that's a setting, default setting, or you got to choose that. I don't remember anymore, but you know, at $100, they send you, uh, or they deposit the, uh, the money in your account. So that was, yeah, the first, uh, from the first dollar on Google AdSense to being able to get that first check, uh, that, that was definitely, uh, uh, that was a fun time just seeing how that works and, and earning that money.
0: Yeah. That, that sounds exciting. I I, I always go back to the, um, you know, the restaurants where you walk in there or whatever, whatever bit, you know, business people have and they, and they have like their first dollar that they taped up on yes. the wall. <laughs> yes. Like this is where it all began.
1: Yeah, okay. Google AdSense definitely. That's where it started for me. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: So w- when you first started, did you did you go through the imposter syndrome? Did you feel like, you know, why should anyone be listening to me when it comes to bass fishing?
1: Oh yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's just um uh that was a tough one. I I mean because uh when you uh you know, I was following a process um that was uh, through the uh, actually through the web hosting company uh, that I got my site with on how to develop this business and you pick a niche. Um, oh, a niche. so
0: they had a training course that went along yeah. with. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah.
1: cool. Yeah, and, and, which was good. Which was one of the reasons I I, I chose it I'm a I'm a big processes person. I gotta have instructions and processes and you put them in front of me. I'm gonna follow them. Yeah. Because if somebody has had success with them, then I should be able to have success. Exactly. So uh, uh, they got you to choose a. They told you you need to choose a niche, and they had all these tools to show you the demand and the supply. And and I went from from uh, football to Dallas Cowboys to. I mean, I was throwing around all kinds of things, and uh, <laughs> and fishing came up as you know they said you know think about things you're interested in, and it said specifically that fishing was too broad, hmm. but they said it showed that bass fishing was a little tighter and a a niche that could possibly be uh, one. So I chose that, but boy, I just thought fishing was fishing. But bass fishing is a whole other world, and I got into that, and I was, yes, definitely imposter syndrome, without a doubt. Uh, (laughs) Just I thought, you know, I'd go and throw my line out in the water and just uh, wait for a fish to get on there. Boy, I mean, there's so much techniques and, and technical stuff that I had to learn uh, right away. So, yeah, from the beginning, you know, just writing my first few pages and uh, there was that sense of that imposter syndrome. And I think it has an effect on you because if you let that get to you, then it's going to affect your writing and and you, you're going to come across as well. You know what? I'm not sure how much this guy knows, but but really, if you can help any one person, you got to think about Google sending you people that are asking the question. So they don't know themselves. Right. And that's one of the things I had to, uh, and I still have to remind myself is that this is not going out to professional anglers because they're not looking for the answer. How do I start bass fishing? This is people who are trying to get started or, or, or trying to find the answer themselves. So, so I don't need to be an expert. I just need to share what I know.
0: Huh right so. I, you know i like that a lot that's a very very good perspective that you're answering a question that someone if they knew as much as you do wouldn't be asking right right, right so, exactly. so by by the nature of you getting that question it means for 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 all intents and purposes for that question in particular you are the expert right or right. At least qualified and, and, enough and, to
1: answer it and, and that's what you got to re- remind yourself of you know you you think you, you think you're putting yourself out there on stage, but man, it's, it's so crowded. I mean, nobody sees you, you know, and, and nobody, I mean, you got to fight to be seen. And, and the content that you're putting out there is answering questions for those people that don't know, whether it's fishing or whether it's, you know, whatever it is, uh, beer or whatever it may be. You're, you you're writing about stuff that. I mean, it's not like you're putting it online and everybody in the world is seeing it right then and there. So I got to remind myself of that sometimes. Right. And that kind of helps with the imposter syndrome.
0: Okay, cool. Um, so what process do you use for uh, for setting your goals, and and how do you stay on track?
1: Um, that's that's something that was was real uh, difficult for me because you know I'm I like to try to be organized but uh that doesn't always work out the way I wanted it to, so okay. setting goals uh was well, at first it wasn't I didn't have a system or anything and now I think I got a little bit better system and that's as a re- and that's a result of being in, actually in our mastermind and and all the discussions that we've had i think uh has definitely helped out so definitely recommend for people to be in in some sort of a a group a mastermind or something because that's helped me but but now, uh, you know, we've had discussions on goals and, and, and some of the things that have come out, come about is, uh, uh, just setting, um, a time standard goal. And I think we, we use 90 days and I think that seems to work for me. So where do you want to see yourself in 90 days and then work backwards on how to achieve that? So that, that's what I've been, that's what I've been doing, uh, specific to my business is, okay, I want to have a product in 90 days and uh, in, in a little more specific. So I want to have a course uh, in 90 days. I may not know what it is, but that's where I want to be. So what do I need to do to get there? Well, I need to get feedback. So I need to have that 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 30 days. And it's actually uh, uh, a system that one of our mastermind members actually uh, uh, put out there, and that's Nicole. So I've been using hers, uh, her system. Awesome. Yeah, Nicole's uh, system I, is great. I, yeah, I, definitely. I've been doing
0: the same thing. Uh, definitely and it's been very very helpful uh what what type of schedule are you keeping to keep your business on track and, and what's your workflow
1: yeah <laughs> so that uh, i got to a point where i was um first of all there was no method to the madness you know it was just work <laughs> on it when i can okay and, and and then i got to a point where i was actually doing pretty good i would schedule um I would schedule on Sundays, I would schedule my week, um, and, and, and you know, I'd say, well, here's when I'm going to work, right, because I had a full-time job, and I'm usually getting out of work, getting home um, about 5.30, you know, and the. And so I'd schedule everything for after, you know, 6.30, 7 o'clock, you know, after dinner, and, and helping with homework and stuff, and, and go from there, so I was scheduling days because I was getting to a point where I was, I was working on this thing every day it's gone from one extreme to the other either i was working on it every day and ignoring other responsibilities of being a you know a husband a father or whatever uh or i was not working on it for a few weeks and which is not good either so i got to the point where i was scheduling and that actually worked and that was probably when i was the most productive um here since the holiday hit you know holiday can, tends to uh, throw everything out of whack and i have not gotten back on track since after the the uh, Christmas holiday and the New Year's holiday, uh, after that was my daughter's birthday and all this other stuff keeps coming up. You know, excuses, excuses, but <laughs> I, I really need to get back to that. And I, you know, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm not the most organized person, but it really helped to put into my iPhone on Sunday. Like I said, I would say, well, I'd look at the whole week and say, I know that you know, from seven o'clock to ten or eleven o'clock, I want to do something. Whether it's with the family or whether it's with my business, and then just start putting in those, filling in those empty spaces, and that was very effective.
0: That's that's great. That sounds like a really good system. Yeah. Um, you know, you mentioned your family a number of times, and I, so I wanted to kind of segue into talking about that because that's something that I, I think is really important when it comes to business is is figuring out like how to balance all of those aspects in your life out. Um, and so you, I mean, you're married. You have your, your wife, your kids um mm-hmm. how do you determine the right balance of business life versus family life uh and have you had uh you know hiccups in the past where your wife said hey man you know <laughs> too much time is being spent on this uh you know fishing thing let's let's focus a little bit more over here has that has that happened or?
1: right actually no it hasn't uh and, and uh, you know i gotta thank god for my wife and, and her understanding and her support because uh boy yeah she has uh Anything, any crazy idea I've had or, or any, uh, you know, any kind of, uh, thing that I said I'm going to work on or that I'm going to spend money on, <laughs> she's, uh, you know, 100%. So, okay. um, That's awesome. there's, yeah, there's no, there, there hasn't been anything where, um, she has mentioned anything. I think I just start to recognize myself. Oh, wait a minute. I better, uh, I better start uh, shifting some time here because, uh, I haven't, um, but yeah, that, to find a balance, I I I think that's one of the things. Uh, you know, we're driven. You know, if, if we're entrepreneurs, we're driven, and uh, I think we just need to recognize. I I do have a, uh, I you know, obviously my wife. I got three kids. I got uh one that's in college right now. That's uh, still here. Uh, she's doing her first two years, and I got a, a son in high school, and then I got a, a younger son in in fifth grade. So uh, in fourth grade. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty full. So, um, I'll get back to scheduling the time on the calendar. Um, you know, before, before we hit the holiday season, I was, I was real up to speed on that. I mean, that's some of the stuff I was scheduling, you know, and some people think that's sad. You got to (laughs) schedule stuff with your family, but you know what? I mean, look, if you're trying to build a business, I mean, you got to schedule everything, I think. Yeah. And so I would schedule, hey, you know, part time with my son or, you know, my other son. He's not so much, uh, you know, I'd schedule video game time with him or, or whatever it may be. Uh, always take your wife out on the weekends, man. Always. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Wait, so, so
0: are they aware of this schedule? Like your son knows, hey, at, at, you know, Saturday at 10 o'clock, we're playing video games. Is that, uh, is that or you just I'll schedule mention- it for yourself to remind yourself to ask him, hey, you want to play some video games? <laughs>
1: No, the, the way it actually works, well, uh, for my youngest son, yes, I, I'll, I'll, you know, for him, he doesn't, I mean, his life is about iPad, video games, homework <laughs> and stuff. So uh, for him, I could just, just go spur of the moment and say, Hey, let's go to the park. Right. Say, oh, all right. You know, or hey, let's go do this. You know, he, he, it's not like he's got any conflicting schedules or anything. Right. So, but the other ones, you know, the high schooler and the, and the college, you know, I've, what I set up was a, um, a calendar. We all got iPhones. So on the calendar, I have shared calendars, and I actually did it for everybody— for my wife, for my uh, daughter, and my son. Awesome. And and we each have a color, so that uh, we schedule time in there. But we can all see with the shared calendars, we can all see what everybody has going on. So yes, they see, and it's really cool because I told them, and they actually started scheduling stuff around my stuff. They would see, well, hey, Dad's not doing anything Wednesday. Let's do movie time on Wednesday. <laughs> That's awesome and it worked out great I mean that that's, that's a great that's, idea. it's really good. I really yeah. need to get back to that <laughs> that's
0: a, that's a really, really good idea yeah um, so let's say what what advice would you give to someone who who came to you and said said raul, you know I want to do this internet marketing thing i've been I've been trying to do it for a little bit, but you know what my wife she's just you know she's not supportive, she doesn't like it, she wants me to stop um but they but they want to continue with it. what advice would you give that person um
1: Mm, or, or that's that's how to a, handle that boy that's a very good specific question you know because i don't know man i, I you know that's oh that's a tough if your wife is not on board your spouse is not on board uh man i would say just just explain how important it is to to you and and where you think you can go you know um for me, uh, you know, I guess my argument would be, okay, well, you know what, this is something that's a business that I could work on here, you know, Uh I could be playing video games all the time, I could be watching TV all the time, watching other people live their dreams, I could be doing, but this is something that I want to work on that may benefit, you know, will benefit the whole family if right. I can get this thing right, so, uh, you know, I believe talking, but in the end, you know, uh nothing's more important than family, so. Uh, I would just uh, let them know the importance and then, you know, uh, hopefully they'd be understanding enough. If not, there's probably other things you need to be working on other than, um, yeah, uh, internet marketing if, if you can't get that buy-in <laughs> from your spouse. So, right, right. But, uh, you don't want but that yeah, problem, I mean, right. I, I think uh, if you explain what, what, what exactly it is and what you're trying to do, uh, it, it'd be hard to uh, uh, deny those benefits if you could get something going. Okay. That's that's
0: good advice. Yeah, I th- I appreciate that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned your uh, your Google Calendar. Seems like you and your family are using that very effic- uh, efficiently. Yeah. Uh, what other apps or tools uh, do you use uh, for productivity?
1: Um, r- probably my number one thing would be uh, Google Drive. I guess at this point because that allows me to pull my stuff up anywhere, right? So if, um, you know, Google Drive, uh, same thing with Evernote. Um, uh, Evernote uh, just keeping a a kind of – I try to keep a log of of the changes I make and and things like that. So um, I think those are the two major ones right now. And then anything to do with social media. Right now I use Hootsuite a lot um, for uh, for scheduling posts uh, and Buffer. Okay. So uh, that's f- for the marketing side of, of 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 my website. actually, working in my business uh, would be, you know, Google Drive and, and Evernote. I use a lot.
0: Okay. So with uh
1: with Hootsuite and Buffer, do you use them
0: for different things?
1: Um y- yeah, uh, Hootsuite I I use pretty much exclusively for scheduling Twitter posts. Okay. Um, uh, what i what I've been doing for the, for several, well, now it's been a few months now is, uh, is, uh, I, I actually got, you know, a lot of content on my site. So now what I do is I just go through, well, the first thing, the first time I did was I went through and I just found some of the most popular content and just took clippings from there and I put it in a, uh, Google sheet. Uh, and I, well, actually, what I did is I put it in Hootsuite, shrunk the, the, I, I I shrunk the link, and then I copied the clipping and the link, the, the, the link that I I shrunk, and I put it in an Excel sheet, uh, in a Google sheet. So now I have about a list of about 140, uh, tweets on Google Sheets that I post to Hootsuite every Sunday. So every Sunday, Uh, open up that sheet, and I just start, scheduling those posts for the whole week four times a day uh for the whole week and uh and it doesn't matter it's the other thing it doesn't matter that it's the same stuff because not everybody is waiting for your stuff to post to twitter i mean i used to think Man, i can't <laughs> post the same i can't post the same thing i already posted that no right. chances are nobody saw it right, so just right. post it again and you're gonna be all right and nobody has said anything so yeah i post uh the same stuff, and, and I try to add to it every now and then. So that's what Hootsuite. I use Hootsuite for, and Buffer is uh, Buffer is for scheduling across a uh, majority of my social networks. So I use Buffer for Facebook page, for Google Google Plus, for, and Twitter also. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I have something that I want to share across all of them, I'll put it on, on Buffer and then schedule it that way.
0: Okay, you know when you're when you were talking about people not uh, seeing a post and, and recycling material. Uh, I remember this webinar that I was on with, uh, Nathan Chan, um, of, uh, founder magazine. And he was talking about, you know, they, he, he said that the main thing that he used to drive traffic to the, to the magazine when he first started was Instagram and that he would, he got 90 quote images, put, you know, founder magazine at the bottom. So people Uh knew where it was from. And he just cycled those same 90 images posting multiple times a day throughout instagram and he really? like, it just it just worked like a charm and and they got tons of uh visitors from that but yeah i mean he had 90 huh. and he just cycled them over and over again and of course everyone's not on instagram all day long like you think they are looking right? at every single quote you put up so clearly that you know they may have seen of the 90 maybe they saw 10 of them you know at most and then the rest of them they never saw so the next time it gets posted they're like oh that's that's interesting i've never seen that before
1: No, that's not bad because, uh, you know, I kind of shy away from Instagram, doing that on Instagram just because, and again, I I mean, though it's the same argument that I'm using on Twitter, not everybody, when you look at your profile, you see all those pictures there, and and it's very visual. Right. You know, see, Twitter is is words, you know, you can't really see, unless you're going to sit there and read every post, you can't tell that, oh, man, this is the same as that 10th one up there. Right. To (laughs) me… Pictures are more easy to spot. Oh, man, wait a minute. Didn't he use that one up there? Wait a minute. Didn't he use all 15 of these up there? <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, who's who? how many people go to your profile and see the whole wall? That's right. Yeah. So, you really, you're just feeding the feeds.
0: Yeah. So, uh, that's you, man, that's not a
1: bad idea. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he
0: said that that was, like, the main traffic strategy that they used to uh, get tons of traffic uh, to the magazine. So, yeah. Wow. Good ideas huh. all over the place. Gotta note that
1: one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So so, uh, throughout this whole process, I mean, you're you're you are truly a veteran. I mean, 2004. Wow, that's a long time. Uh, right. <laughs> so after you know, throughout all that time of you know learning and 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 trying to figure out what's going to work for your business, you know, I know we all you know in the learning process, it's just not a a very uh, always a very linear process where everything just works out very smoothly. Right. Um. What what are some things that you've wasted time and money on um or or mistakes made building your business?
1: Um let me see. Um I think okay, so I think maybe one of the big mistakes is not putting enough money into it. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I think I'm uh I think I'm a little uh you know, man, I I, I guess what do you want to say? Cheap? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, you know, I have I have not put too much money in this. I try to figure everything out myself, and that might be that might be an issue, and that might be why it's taking me so long to um to make strides. You know, it's because um yeah I you know to me everything is a cost, and I'm trying to do this thing at no cost, which I don't think you know is is a good is a good mindset to have. You're gonna approach this. I mean, you you're gonna you if you want to succeed you're gonna have to try some things and, and some things are gonna cost money now you know when you're first starting out I don't suggest buying a, a you know a four thousand dollar course to teach you how to do internet marketing no way man right, right. Uh, but you know if, to spend a few hundred dollars here and there to better yourself after proper research and recommendations you know uh, I, I didn't do I didn't do I haven't done nearly enough of that and but yeah um yeah i'm at the point now that the platform that i have my site on i feel like that's um uh at first i thought it was great and i thought it was what i needed but uh at this point i do feel like i'm probably uh wasting money on it because they're so far behind uh everything else that i need to get get it off of there and get it onto uh, like i feel like a wordpress site so that's that's an area where at first I felt was good, but now that's something where I feel like I'm uh, I'm spinning my wheels right now with this uh, service provider. So okay. Uh, and then the the other mistake I'll say is uh, not. Um, we talked about our mastermind, and uh, the past year I've been I've gotten more done and made more headway than I have in the past. You know, whatever it's been. Uh, Two thousand nine is when I started Bass Fishing Source uh, and trying to figure everything out for myself, not getting involved with people sooner that, um, uh, that, you know, you can bounce ideas off of, or even just talk, talk about your accomplishments, your accomplishments, your wins, because that motivates you. Yeah. And, um, that was a, that's been a big mistake is not, is not, you know, networking or, or, or getting with people about, uh, on the same subject. So you, you got to do that. you, once you decide you're going to do this, you know, go hang out in some groups or something and just start meeting people and and uh, cuz your family's not going to understand it, your friends aren't going to understand it, and you're going to feel very very alone and it's not good to feel alone when you're trying to do this. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's very true. You know, and, and to take things back real quick to what you said about uh not spending enough money on your business, I remember um I I'm trying to think now of of who wrote it, but I was reading a blog post and the person who posted it was saying, you know, you always have to consider the price of everything. And some of the things that are most expensive are things that are free because everything right. has a cost, mm-hmm. right? Everything has a cost and the cost might necessarily, might not necessarily be money. It may be your time and other resources. Yep. And if you had just paid for it, maybe it would have saved you, uh, you know, who knows how many hours or days or months or years. And you could have potentially made that back um, by, by investing in your, in yourself. Um, and that's something that stuck with me, like, because, you know, clearly you don't want to say, okay, that makes sense. Let me go out. Like you said, buy a $4,000 course and like (laughs) waste your money. Right. Cause that's, that's probably going a little bit too far. But on the other end, like trying to do everything with nothing but free, free material and you're, you know, searching the web for for forever trying to put everything together. You know, sometimes I think it might be better to either, you know, Buy a buy a course that's maybe not as expensive that you can right. use. that's going to help you out. Or if you're trying to get traffic, hey, maybe you have to pay for an ad or something like that. Um, but yeah, I definitely think that that's a really really good point. That you know, um, not investing enough money can be a, a huge hindrance to your business, and not having the mastermind group and people to bounce ideas off and get encouragement from. Um yeah. Especially when you're not usually and and always surrounded by individuals who understand the type of business that you're that you're doing.
1: That's true. I mean, it's just yeah, because uh, you can be excited about something and say it to your family or whatever, and they're looking like, "Oh, okay." You <laughs> right. know, I don't, I don't really know. I, you know, ten email signups in one day, really? Oh, that's that sounds great. Okay, <laughs> right. Yeah. They don't get it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And that that's the great thing about people who understand the struggle. Like, you know, you can truly they can appreciate. All that goes, all the work that goes into uh, you know building a, a a business and especially one online. Definitely, no um, doubt. So, did you ever get to a point where you wanted to quit, where you thought, "Hey, man, online business is not for me. I'm I'm hanging this hat up."
1: Oh yeah, um, and you know, I, on more than a, a few occasions, <laughs> and, and and you know, um, I mean, I I stepped away from doing anything on this for, I mean, months at a time in that time because it gets it can get very frustrating uh and especially if you don't have that you know that i'll call it a support system i I don't know that people understand they're supporting you like especially when you're in a mastermind group but uh they kind of are because you're able to talk to them and and they're able to also you know you know you got somebody to answer to. hey you haven't worked on anything in the past you know couple weeks you know you don't want to be that guy right Right. but uh yeah in in those years yeah I, I walked away for months at a time like man i can't do this i just never let it go because i cannot let something and that might that sometimes that's good sometimes that's bad but uh i guess in this case it's good because I, i'm glad i haven't let it go because i feel like it's going somewhere finally but uh but uh yeah i think there for a while it was a point where like six months i just left it alone and i didn't do anything on it okay. and uh you know, six months later, picked it back up, you know, I was just like, okay, let me see where I left off at, and, and let me get back on track here, so, it, yeah, it definitely, uh, had, had felt like giving up, Have felt like, man, what am I doing, am I wasting my time, am I, you know, there's, you know, maybe I should wear, focus on my day job, or whatever may be, but, you know, I know that this is what I want to do, and I got to remind myself, and then, uh, pick myself back up, and, and keep on going. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. I, and I feel like that's such a universal thing that everybody gets to that, that, that point where they feel like oh, maybe, maybe this is not the right direction. This is kind of,
1: yeah, kind of, yeah. kind of hard,
0: especially in the beginning. Um, yeah. So, you know, as we talked about, um, trying to build a business without, uh, wasting time and resources, what advice would you have to someone just starting out? for the best way to get started and the best way to learn uh, without wasting uh, time and resources?
1: Um, You know, and everything that I've seen... Well, somebody just getting started. Um, you know, I, I think we all came together uh, through uh, Smart Passive Income. Mm-hmm. And, um, and right now, that's... You know, Pat Flynn is the only one where i feel comfortable if somebody were to ask me you know wh- where could point me in somewhere because you know I-, I can't teach everything i mean there's some things that i've learned but if somebody were to ask me well point me in the right direction i would just say go to the, to the smart passive income because i think that that guy is uh the most genuine i, I keep in mind that everybody in this space is is selling to internet marketers. They are internet marketers selling to internet marketers. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I I I just I think some of them, you know, they're very popular and I, I think that um, uh that if you start following the wrong person that, you know, you, you might feel like you got burned. I think if if you go to that I think where we all who you know, the one thing we have in common is that smart passive in- income blog and I think you go there they they have um, uh, good, he has good information there on on, on getting started and everything. Um, and, and I'll say the one thing that uh, that they all say right is you know from the beginning start start building uh, your email list. Right. Uh, if, you, if you don't know that already, you're gonna hear it several times. <laughs> you know, start building the email list from the very beginning because uh, those are your people that you can always reach. You can't trust Facebook likes and and twitter followers to be around forever so uh start establishing your list and of uh, people that you have that you can always get in contact with so that would be my number one thing is whatever you do find a way to work that in immediately and uh and then for a direction i just go to uh, a smart passive income blog and, and just look at some of the things he has a lot of good things there and and he seems pretty genuine
0: perfect no i I love Pat Flynn. Uh I think his blog is awesome and oh yeah. Uh so many people start start out there and uh yeah, it that's great advice. Uh well, Raul, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Um you, you provided some really good insight and you know, you shared your story and and uh I think a lot of uh a lot of people out there are going to benefit a lot from from hearing what you had to say. Uh so before we close out, uh, I wanted to know how can the baller circle get in touch with you and learn more about your business?
1: Um, I, I probably the, uh, the best way or the easiest way for me to remember is uh, I, I'm on Twitter and that's the easiest thing for me to remember at Bass fishing Raul, uh, okay. is my Twitter handlers so, my handle. So, um, uh, uh, yeah, you can find me there and you can see what I do with, uh, with my posts there but uh i'm i'm yeah i'm all over uh twitter facebook (laughs) facebook pinterest instagram uh and then obviously my website bassfishingsource.com. um you know i got contact info there so uh yeah any of those and and, and while you're there you can sign up for the email list (laughs) exactly exactly (laughs) awesome Marol. thanks a
0: lot i appreciate the um you know, the time. And uh, yeah, I'll see you yes, on the, uh, the next Thank you uh, for having me. I mean,
1: appreciate it.
0: No problem. All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Internet Ballers podcast. Don't miss out on next week's episode. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Check out the Internet Ballers blog at internetballers.co for more tips on how to accelerate your progress and expand your vision.